Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. We are less than two weeks out from the first week against the New England Patriots. I cannot wait for this matchup. And you were telling me some very, very strange news has come out in regards to the New England Patriots. This is, uh, quite frankly, stunning to hear. Yeah, so the the way I saw it was uh, Yanni Karakis, I believe is how you, you pronounce his name. Yes. He works in the West Palm Beach market for one of the TV stations up there. And I've seen him around Dolphins camp, by the way. Yeah. So he's been around the team this season and I think last year as well. So he tweeted, he's hearing the Pats will be coming to South Florida earlier than usual next week to get acclimated to heat and practice at a local college here before the week one game next week against the Patriots. And I love this. Because we've talked about, you know, kind of the the circus that's going up, uh, that's going on up there in Foxborough, and uh, and Belichick getting cutesy, and and who's calling plays? Is he yeah. calling plays? There's no like, I guess there's an offensive coordinator, whatever. And Tobin, I mean, the Dolphins have been practicing in this heat for six weeks. Yep. I just love the idea where Bill Belichick is, you know, laying down at bed one night, and he's like, you know what we're gonna do. We're going to go to Miami to give us three extra days to get acclimated to well, this heat. It's weird for a couple of reasons. And, yeah, I'm also seeing, like, Andy Slater reporting it's going to be at Palm Beach Atlantic. So I know exactly where that is. That's downtown West Palm, which is very strange. Like, they wouldn't <laughs> even go to a close college. Like, what's the farthest reasonable college we could go to to practice for the Miami Dolphins? But it's weird for a couple of reasons. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the Dolphins and the Patriots have been in division together for a very long time. Bill Belichick has been the coach of the Miami Dolphins for a very long time, uh, coach against the Miami Dolphins for a very long time. I don't ever recall anything like this. Like, this is a very typical thing. You go to the West Coast to acclimate to time zone. Right. That's not new. That's a thing. Like, he was even practicing in Vegas. They had the joint practices. They do that for, uh, you know, Leroy Horde was telling me one more. He was like, oh, well, you know, we went to Arizona and we. Time zone I get. Acclimating to heat, first of all, you're not going to do it. That's good luck if you're acclimating to the heat (laughs) down here and you think two days is going to do it with two practices. If anything, I think it's just going to deplete your team. Second of all, it's just a very, I don't trust anything about this team. Mm -hmm. What can I do as coach genius Bill Belichick to put my fingerprints or act like I'm doing something? To me, this reeks of insecurity. Yeah, that's exactly what I what I thought when I saw this. Like, oh, three extra days in Miami. That's the difference between Mac Jones completing passes or not. Uh, nope, no, Mac Jones is just trash. Like, 
That that's that's where you're and and he he knows it. Tobin like he knows it, so he's he's trying to pull out all the tricks. He's trying to get creative. He's trying to figure out some sort of way to give his team. I don't know if if it's like this sense of you know we'll have the advantage going in there. They're not or, gonna have the advantage. <laughs> They're not gonna have the advantage. Like look it. It is brutal practicing down here. I don't know what it's like up in New England as far as temperature. I'm sure there's still some pretty hot days up there, but it's obviously very soupy down here. You're going to get drained of it really quickly because of how humid it is. I just don't understand. Like to me, I see that, and I'm going to see. Like I, I'm no sports scientist, but I feel like as a coach, you're going to put your players in a new environment for two days, not going to get them ready for the Miami Heat. And all of a sudden, they're going to be even more depleted. Whatever you tried to get them to to that week one, I feel like it's going to backfire. Maybe if you did it for two weeks, okay. We did two weeks. It kind of got us together. We're used to this soupy heat. You're coming down one Monday next week. That ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to all of this blowing up in Belichick's face. I know a lot of people keep doing this thing where they're like, well, it's Bill Belichick. Don't doubt the Patriots. You know, and I get it, by the way, right? Because we still have a rookie head coach has yet to play a game, as hyped as we are after the preseason and as hyped as, as we are listening to uh, McCoachin all the time. Right. I get where that, that thought process comes from. Like, anything can happen week one. You know, all the, all the cliches. It's still Bill Belichick, greatest head coach, arguably, in the history of the game, and he gets the advantage over the rookie head coach. I get that, but... Man, like I am so ready to just say that Bill Belichick misses Tom Brady, and that's 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 it. Like, there's nothing else for me to say other than he's not the same guy without the Super Bowl seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. And we have to stop creating all these narratives that Bill Belichick, like he's only still coaching because he wants to beat Shula's record, and he'll get there eventually. Like the uh, uh, the, the Patriots are gonna let him coach out until yeah. he wants to. Like he'll God, get Shula there eventually. Hated him too. Yeah, Shula yeah. hated him, but. But, like, he's not this magician who has these tricks up his sleeve and they're going to come down here to South Florida. Dolphins have a better roster. They have the better quarterback. And may I say they might have the better coach by the end of the season? Maybe. I mean, listen, <laughs> let's not get crazy about it. But yeah. I think the thing that I find funny about this is, one, he has been coaching against the Dolphins for years. So why all of a sudden – not to my knowledge this has ever happened – um, why all of a sudden is he pulling this move? So, yeah, that definitely feels like I don't I, – I, I feel like not only do we not have the better team, but we're going to get out-elemented out with the Miami <laughs> Dolphins, which is strange. Um, but it, it would be like – like imagine Mike McDaniel sending Tua Tungavailoa up to Foxborough or up to Boston to practice for a week before they get used to that game. It's like – if he's not used to it now, he's never going to be used to right. it. Like it is what it is, and I just think that <laughs> look at this. Now on the other side of this, now it's a must win because <laughs> if he does win this, holy crap, are they going to go? Oh, Belichick, he did it. He figured it out. So now it's a must win. Now, like now, I'm like all all on the side of everybody's kind of leaning up. They're hearing what a disaster it is in New England. Everything's going awry. Nobody has faith in him. Everybody's picking against him. And then on top of it, he had him there three days early to to practice. You can't lose that game. Yeah. You must win this game now. It's uh, it, 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 Otherwise, it could send you uh, into a tailspin. But the fact that they're doing it is just very, very strange. It's very strange. 
and it smells a lot like I don't have a lot of faith in my roster. It does worry me a little that I'm kind of putting the Dolphins at 1-0 and to start the season, and I, I'm not even second-guessing it. Um, typically, when you're going in that confident, I don't know if you saw NFL Network release like their preseason, or I'm sorry, their week one picks already. All 10 analysts or experts or whatever you want to call them, all 10 had the Dolphins. I bet you that's never been the case. Dolphins, Patriots, everybody picking the Dolphins yeah. in two decades since the, in the Bill Belichick era. It's always era. worried. Like, there's, there's always the group think mush. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you do have to worry about that. But I think that what it does spell is I think a lot of the concerns that we do here are legitimate. Like there have been a lot of negative reports about the dysfunction of the coaching staff, which we got kind of a taste of last year. This mm-hmm. was a, you know, a Flores special where he had the multiple coordinators and Tua didn't know who you know was getting in the plays or they were very secretive about who's doing the plays. But the thing that's strange about it is that they've apparently given the responsibility to Matt Patricia – who hasn't been an offensive coach in 17 years. That's really weird yeah. that this guy who has been a defensive guru for all these years before he was a joke in Detroit, that was his bag, that he was he was kind of Flores before Flores on, on Belichick's staff. And now they're flipping him onto the other side of the ball alongside Joe Judge, um, who's a special teams guy. It's just – it's very strange. Like I don't understand why Bill Belichick knew that eventually Josh McDaniels was going to leave. I don't understand why there was no thought of we're going to groom the next guy. Right. Is it because his weirdo mullet son doesn't know how to call plays? Like, I just <laughs> find it very strange that he didn't have a succession plan for McDaniel, who has obviously been trying to leave for like five years, changed his mind because he's a Peter Pan, wouldn't grow up. But I just find it strange that now he's like, I got it. We're going to do something that's never been done, for, done before. We're going to acclimate to the heat like a bunch of Gila monsters. It is, it is so bizarre what, what we're reading from there. And it's not – by the way, it's not just like the national media that's down on them. Every single local writer, like everything I'm reading, uh, you, you listen to WEI, and, oh, and they're, they are just – like they are beside themselves. They're expecting a bad, bad yeah. season. When you look at the schedule, by the way, the first four games, I mean, I'm sick of talking about the first four games. Let's just see it play out. But – the one you circle for the Dolphins as like you have to come away with the, the victory is the Patriots, right? Definitely. Because uh, Baltimore on the road, I know we beat them last year, Thursday night football. Still tough. That's a tough one for yeah, Miami. It's and, still and, tough, and they had a lot of injuries last year too. Yeah, and, and Baltimore, let's be real. I mean, they've been our daddies other than last year on Thursday night football where Javon Holland played Dude, the game of his life and right. Tua comes into in the second half. Like A lot of things went the Dolphins' way, which typically hasn't happened in the yeah, past typically you're years. supposed to have the good performance prime time in your building on Thursday night, but it was definitely look. It was definitely shocking. I lost a bet off of that. I ended up having to dress <laughs> like an elf and go to Prime One Twelve, which doesn't seem like losing a bet. But when you have to go to a fancy restaurant dressed like an elf, you know they don't see many people like that other than Tyler Hero the way he dressed at Prime One Twelve the other day. <laughs> but um, you're right. Like that's that's a game that should make you nervous, especially like are we going to get prove it Lamar Jackson? Are we going to get impressed the Dolphins Lamar Jackson? Who knows? Who knows? But the point of it being is you're right. It's a very very tough first four games between New England is a rivalry game, Baltimore, the Bills, and then Cincinnati on a Thursday night. It is tough. And and you do look at this and you think that you have a team that looks a little bit shook going into the season. And you're at home, 
you got to open up with a win. Yeah, you got to. So it does. It, it, while while it is fun to laugh at them, now I'm starting to get a little bit talking into this, a little bit scared of the pressure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking about last night. Where I think uh, on the last episode of the Porpoise Pod, I was just I, I'm basically assuming week one doesn't matter because the Dolphins are, are going to notch a victory and. You know, then I see all these NFL network analysts giving the Dolphins yeah. the praise that almost never happens, and you start to to do the calculations in your head, and you're like, hmm, this, something's a little fishy here. Something's off. What's going on here? The Dolphins are favored going into week one. The line moved from two and a half to three. It might move, continue to move because of all the money being put on the Dolphins. I know there were like some big bets coming in on the Dolphins this week too. Yeah. There's a lot of Dolphins hype that's happening around. I don't want the bubble guts. I want to remain confident. I want to continue to move forward and feel like this is the one the Dolphins are going to get. They're going to start off their season right. We're going to continue the hype into week two going on the road into Baltimore, which would be huge. Yeah. Um, so I don't want the bubble guts, but in the back of my mind, it's like, oh. Because there was a lot of hype going into last year, too. Like, there was a lot of hype between the way that they were going into this, Tua's first year as the starter, uh, the defense. Everybody had a lot of uh, had a lot of phrasing. And you had the crazy clutch win with Xavier Howard stealing the ball from Mac Jones. Yeah. And you're like, man, this is going to be great. And then all of a sudden, they're losing seven in a row. Yeah. Um, yeah but, but don't we do that, to be fair? Let's be real. Every year. You hype up your team, of right? Course. Especially when you have the young I'm not saying Dolphin fans shouldn't be hyped. I'm nervous that everybody else seems to be kind of hopping on the bandwagon. Well, what I was going to say was that in past years, I think the hype just comes naturally from being around the team, watching them practice, expecting them to take the next step. Like it, It's normal to hype up your team in the offseason, especially guys like you and I who are around the team. We're watching them. It's, it's normal for fan bases to do that. Um, but this year, I do think it's actually warranted. We've talked about it, all the additions, what we saw in the preseason. Like, this is a, a clearly better roster. Nobody would argue Definitely. that. This is arguably the best roster the Dolphins have had in a very, very long well, time. How many years have we gone into this this excited about the offense? And, like, have some legitimacy behind it. I'm not talking about, like, Adam Gase bringing in Albert Wilson <laughs> and like oh he loves these like little receivers from all over the place like no 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 like you have one of the best receivers legitimately in the league they definitely look like they've solidified the backfield um I mean like Mike Gusecki's kind of future with the team is like the biggest question mark but we know he's a good player right we don't we, we know Mike Gusecki's not a bum so if that's your biggest concern going into it outside of health obviously but like if that's your biggest talent concern you're in a pretty, pretty good place. Uh, before we wrap up this segment, um, y- you know what Mac Jones' middle name is? I do not. I found this out today. His his full name is Michael McCorkle Jones. McCorkle. Huh? Mick Corkle. Mick Corkle. McCorkle. Is there a double C in there? Double C. Little C, oh. big C. Oh, man. That's, McCorkle. That's rough. Yeah. I, I'm McCorkle not Jones. To a tongue of Iloa. Is not losing a McCorkle no, Jones. Dude, you're not losing a McCorkle Jones. Are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here. I with mean, that. no wonder Belichick is pulling out all the all the tricks. I mean, he's got a guy named McCorkle on his roster. Uh, McCorkle out here. We gotta get him acclimated to the heat. By the way, Belichick, good luck, dude, because like McCorkle's definitely a guy who like swims with his shirt on. So like he's not gonna get acclimated <laughs> to the heat, dude. He's uh he sandals with socks guy at the beach. Definitely. Oh yeah. He puts the goob on his nose. Yeah. You know, that's that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard, to be honest with you. And you, Palm Beach Atlantic, like f- f- 
what? Like, it's the most random college I could ever think of. What's the idea there, though? Keep them out of South Florida? Like, keep them out of Miami? Keep them out of the partying scene? As a, as a Palm Beach resident, let me tell you something right now. Don't sleep on Clematis Street. I mean, people <laughs> can still get after it, dude. There's still places where they could go. Uh, they can get after it out there. And uh, he may be thinking, all right, everybody come back to the Cheesecake Factory. But, like, <laughs> there's more to it. There's more to it than that, Belichick. So uh, tread lightly, my friend. We started off this podcast talking about how shook the Patriots are. I think we should end it like that. Give me the news that you sent me. The Patriots have just signed, as we're recording this podcast, Lynn Bowden Jr. to their practice squad. Classic coward move. Unbelievable. Classic of the old brain drain. We said it, though. He's pulling out every trick in the book. Every trick in the book. This dude is so shook on the talent of his team, Bill Belichick. He don't know what's going to hit him. It's, it's It's a beautiful thing. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.